Happy holidays, everyone, and welcome to the Christmas Movie Countdown here at Allentown Presents. I'm your host, Katie, and I am joined by Emma. Hey, hey. And we will be reviewing a new Christmas movie every night from December 1st to Christmas. So sit back and enjoy episode 13, Operation Christmas Drop. Damn, dude, we are trucking. Yeah, we're like halfway done already. (laughs) Jesus, it's almost Christmas, (laughs) y'all. So like I said, we're talking about Operation Christmas Drop today. Emma, what did you think of Netflix's Operation Christmas Drop? I thought it was so cute. It's such a fun idea. I love when movies go based off of something that's actually happened and then turn it into this cute old thing. But no, I thought it was super cute. I thought the romance aspect of it was super cute. Luckily, this one was actually a rom-com because there was some slight element of comedy to this one. Yeah. Again, it's an hour and a half. (sighs) Netflix, you're frustrating me. But, you know, it was super cute. I liked it. Very Christmassy. I loved this movie. (laughs) It's one of my seven words, but I honestly think this is the best rom-com that Netflix has ever made. Yep. Because it has a definite ending and it's not a shit-ass ending. Yep. This movie tells you exactly what it's about, goes from start to finish, and it actually covers all the things that it needs to cover. It does finish. (laughs) Yeah. There wasn't some bullshit at the end, like, you know, just a screen placard, like, oh, they got married and, like, then this thing happened and this and this. Like, no, they went from... The beginning conflict all the way to the end and fixed all the things they needed to fix as it went on. Yeah. And it was just absolutely adorable. I highly recommend this film if you like rom-coms. It is not super sappy. Not really. It's not. Though I did cry at one point. So (laughs) (laughs) the frustration for me, I'm really big in romance films. I like to see them kiss. It's cute. And I just, I didn't get enough. So, oh, yeah, there's only like one kiss in this, but that was frustrating. There was a couple of failed attempts, which were very funny, like moments where they almost kissed and then they get interrupted. Yes. Yeah. Netflix is really big on doing that. And I don't know what that is. Like, I'm curious if they're actors like in their contract. Just OK, we're only going to kiss once. No, nah, the writers are sexually frustrated. Yeah. <laughs> but this is a really cute story and it's based on a real thing which i think only helped this film like yes it was so good (laughs) it was really fucking good so good okay so operation christmas drop is a 2020 american christmas rom-com directed by martin wood it stars cat graham who is from like a million different things vampire diaries yeah i know her from like 17 again and the parent trap holiday calendar oh yeah she was the holiday calendar she was the main girl in the holiday calendar yeah which we reviewed i think last year yes ma'am and her male counterpart in this movie is alexander ludwig who i know from the hunger games (laughs) he played kano in the first hunger games But he's been in a bunch of different things, Race to Witch Mountain, and he's a cutie pie. He's delicious. In an Air Force uniform, nonetheless. Yeah. And this movie is loosely based on the real-life USA Air Force Operation Christmas Drop humanitarian mission. Now, before I talk about 
this film, I'm going to kind of go over Operation Christmas Drop. So Operation Christmas Drop is a tradition that started in 1952 that serves as a training mission for the U.S. Air Force. It has since become the longest running U.S. Department of Defense mission in full operation and the longest running humanitarian airlift in the world. It is supported by the local communities of Guam, and it is primarily conducted from Anderson Air Force Base and Yokota Air Force Base and targets all the islands in Micronesia. So the objective of the mission is to distribute Christmas gifts in Micronesia, train American servicemen and women to do the low altitude drops, which is not something they typically get a lot of practice in. Nope. In monster-ass jets, too. (laughs) Yeah. And provide a trilateral training opportunity for Pacific allies. So this is not only the United States that does this anymore. It has now become a practice with the United States, Japan, and Australia. So basically a big-ass triangle of military power in the Pacific band together to do Operation Christmas Drop and drop Things like medicine and clothes and school supplies, generators, all sorts of different things to all of these little islands out in the Pacific that don't really have access to anything else. They don't really have full runways. They can't get major things in there. They don't have a port, so they can't get things delivered via big ships. And this is how these communities survive basically they count on the donations of operation christmas drop yep the drop is the oldest ongoing department of defense mission and remains in full operation to this day it is the longest humanitarian airlift in the world by 2006 more than 800,000 pounds of supply were delivered god damn and it's been 16 years since that number was dropped, so it's probably closer to a million pounds of supplies were delivered. Like I said, the operation gives the troops a chance to practice humanitarian aid drops, which they will later be expected to do during deployment. So this happens a lot when people go to war. You see it all the time in movies and in real life. Things like Red Cross and FEMA are always dropping supplies in areas that have been hit the worst by war so that Normal citizens can survive and practice is necessary for this. Mm -hmm. So volunteers from Anderson Air Force Base, including the 734th Air Mobility Squadron and crew and aircraft from the 36th Airlift Squadron at Yokota Air Force Base, Japan, participate in the operation. Members of the Guam community also help. Money is raised for the operation by sponsored activities such as golf tournaments and sponsored runs, as well as local business sponsoring individual boxes. Mm -hmm. Each box is dropped from a C-130 aircraft and weighs nearly 400 pounds and contains items such as fishing nets, construction materials, powdered milk, canned goods, rice, coolers, clothing, shoes, toys, school supplies, and medicine. The containers are dropped in water just off the beaches in order to avoid hitting any of the locals. So in the movie that we're going to talk about, they show the locals running to the beach when the things are deployed so that they can go out into the water a little bit and pull the boxes onto the shore. Mm -hmm. And it's just like the coolest fucking mission ever. It is. And 
if you have the means to support it, you should definitely donate to Operation Christmas Drop. Yes, please. So now into the plot of the movie Operation Christmas Drop. Erica is a congressional assistant in Washington, D.C., and is tasked with investigating a U.S. Air Force base in Guam with the ultimate goal of finding a reason to justify its closure. Basically, the senator she works for has to come up with the name of three bases to get rid of because we just don't have the money, apparently, even though the fucking Department of Defense gets like seven bajillion dollars a year. Somehow we don't have the budget to keep these bases afloat. (laughs) So because one of the bases in question for the axe is in the senator's district, she can't get rid of that one because that would fuck up her constituents voting. So she has her sights set on Anderson Air Force Base in Guam. Now, this is like the first and only real major plot hole in this film is that she wants to get rid of this specific Air Force Base in Guam because Anderson Air Force Base is like the hub for the middle of the Pacific. If you fly from Hawaii to go to Japan, like if you are in Pearl Harbor and you're going to Yokota in Japan, you basically got to stop in Guam to refuel. Like (laughs) the Pacific is fucking ginormous and the Air Force Base in Guam is a huge fucking deal. Like, there's no way this would ever be on the chopping block. But for the sake of this movie, you know, it is. Oh, yeah. (laughs) So it's really the only, like, "Eh, that's not going to work for us moment in this film. Then we meet Andrew. And Andrew is the Air Force captain who is chosen to show Erica around the Air Force base and convince her that it should remain open. She arrives two hours earlier than expected and ditches him at the first opportunity to try and explore the base on her own. She knows already, immediately as she gets there, that he knows why she's there to try and shut down the base, and she knows he's going to do everything in his power to not get the base shut down, because of course. And she's like, nah, the congresswoman wants this shut down, I gotta find all the secret shit that you're not telling me, all the stuff you're not telling me about. Of course, like I've already explained about the real Operation Christmas Drop, this base has the yearly tradition of airlifting goods to the small islands of Micronesia on Christmas. This is the home headquarters, basically. So, yeah, the base has a yearly tradition of Operation Christmas Drop. And Andrew is trying to show Erica basically everything except Operation Christmas Drop because he knows that's why she's here. He ends up showing her around the base and various islands and explains how they gather local donations for food and money, proving that the base's resources and American tax dollars are not being spent on Operation Christmas Drop. He takes her to the open market in Guam's capital, which was the actual real place. Fun fact, this is the first feature film to be filmed in Guam, Mm -hmm. which is so fucking cool. Like, I can't believe it took this long, honestly. Hell yeah, big moments. Yeah, big moments. So he takes her around. He's introducing her to the locals. Every time he goes and shows her something, he kind of has to go off for a minute and, you know, do a little deal. 
And every time he does this, she's like, oh, what is he doing? He's like wheeling and dealing. She's just getting more and more annoyed at him. And he's just like, I got to make Operation Christmas Drop happen. Like we do this based off donations and all these different things. We need money and we need a certain amount of things to make this successful. As he's doing this and showing her all these different things, she is slowly softening from her just horrible stick up her ass Washington DC person (laughs) and realizing that this is actually a really great humanitarian effort yeah so first thing he does is he takes her to a different island they jump in a helicopter and they fly to a different island and meet some of the locals and he meets a friend of his who used to be part of the air force but when his service ended he ended up sticking around because that's where his family was from so he went to the island and he helps out as much as he can around and he uses the donations from operation christmas drop to help out the locals of his village they meet up with andrew's nieces um which are the air force guys like also nieces they've all just adopted andrew as part of their family yeah And she is immediately struck by how smart they are. And she asks about the schooling and she finds out that they go to school online. But ever since a storm knocked out their generator and they don't have another generator, the girls can't go to school. So they're just kind of shit out of luck. And she feels really bad for them. She ends up giving the girls like some of the stuff out of her purse and eventually just her whole purse because she feels so bad about you know their current situation and their inability to go to school right now and all these different things because of tropical storms yeah that do what tropical storms do because living on an island yeah (laughs) after this adventure andrew takes her back to the base and they get in a big truck and he shows her there's 10 giant douglas fir trees in the back and she's like oh great like how did you get real christmas trees i'm sure that cost american tax dollars like so much fucking money and he was like uh no this is zero cost actually i have a friend in oregon who donates the trees for free they come through several connections through military flights they had to fly a routine flight from oregon to san diego which My friend got the trees put on there. Then from San Diego, there was a routine flight that had to happen from San Diego to Pearl Harbor. And then we constantly have flights coming in from Pearl Harbor. So we just threw it on an extra cargo plane and brought it here. It was done on trips that would have already happened. Zero cost to anybody. Like, (laughs) yeah, it was nothing. And then he takes her in the truck to where the trees are going. Now, the trees are going to a hotel in Guam, and they are traded for soap and bed sheets and food donations and pots and pans and stuff, all from the hotel, things that they don't need or that they have an excess of. They're all donating these things to Operation Christmas Drop in exchange for these Douglas fir trees. Then they go back to the base. They go back home to their houses, and Erica is slowly but surely like starting to come around to the idea she's realizing that this is all done by donations they are very careful not to spend any tax dollar money that they shouldn't be spending Hmm. and 
she's becoming more and more kind of blown away with the operation because why wouldn't you like this is such a massive thing yeah and the fact that they do it at absolutely no cost to taxpayers is incredible yeah so at the base's fundraising event we've kind of seen posters and talks about this a little bit earlier in the movie it's this big fundraising like dinner dance gala thing and it is all solar powered and we see that um, one of the natives and one of the base operators is helping build this event and there's this guy who is in charge of basically connecting all the solar panels and he is introduced as brother bruce best brother bruce and this dude is fucking legit he's awesome in this movie, it is the real Brother Bruce Best. Yep. He has volunteered as the Outer Island Liaison, operating the only communication link between the islands and Guam, and he still radios news and weather to the islanders seven days a week. He has been doing this for over 40 years, and they got him to be in this movie being himself showing what he actually does. Uh, So in this little scene here, he is seen putting together solar panels on the beach to prep for this fundraising event. And then when it's time for the fundraising event, everybody comes in and it's like this very dimly lit, like dark beach. And they do a countdown and then tons of Christmas lights come on because of their solar panels. They flip the thing to the solar panels and it is fucking adorable. Like, let me go to this party because it looked hella fun. They're raising money. One of the other Air Force friends of his gets up and plays the violin and sings and everybody's dancing. And of course, this is where Erica and Andrew almost kiss. They have like a cute moment and then one of the other air force guys like interrupts it because it wouldn't be a rom-com without a missed opportunity right yep we're getting closer and closer to christmas we're like two days out i think three days out the next day all of the care packages are being assembled we have like a giant air force hangar filled with giant boxes being filled there's a guy like emceeing basically about what is going into these packages next so First up is like bags of rice and each person puts in like a big ass bag of rice into each of these like hundreds of containers. And then next up is socks or school supplies or whatever. Like he's just going down his list and they're doing everything like, okay, now we're doing all of socks. Now we're doing all of blankets. Now we're doing all of whatever. And it is just an incredible like assembly line situation And we've also learned, I think we learned earlier in the movie, but just for your guys' sake at home, so you're not like concerned about taxpayer money or whatever the fuck, all of the people who are helping with this operation from the Air Force Base are all working on their off time. Yep. So literally, this is all free labor. It's all volunteer work. It's all donated hours. It is insane. The only thing that actually costs any money to the taxpayers is the actual flight of the drop and this is something that they would already have to be doing to practice this specific style of drop yeah so just like with the fir trees they're just adding on 
It's an already allocated cost. Yeah. That is not additional in any way. Yeah, exactly. So they are loading up everything. And as they're almost done loading all of the boxes, Andrews and Erica are called away to a meeting with the uh, superiors of the base. And they learn that a serious typhoon is coming to Guam and all of the planes are grounded. So Operation Christmas Drop can't happen on Christmas because they have to wait for the storm to pass, which isn't the worst thing. Like, it could be worse for sure, but, you know, you've got to let the storm do its thing. You can't just be flying out in a fucking typhoon. Like, that would ruin everyone's day. And in this meeting, Erica is like, just have faith that there will be a miracle. We finally see Erica has fully turned into a pro Operation Christmas Drop. Like, yes, she was helping before, but now she's like... She's all behind it. Yeah, I'm super behind it. Uh, Let's not forget, she came there to write a report for her senator. And though she has been working on her report, her feelings towards the report and what the report says have definitely changed as she's gotten to know what this operation is all about. Just before this storm happens upon the island, a plane lands and Erica's senator shows up. (laughs) So the congresswoman orders Erica to head back to D.C. She can see all this Operation Christmas Drop stuff happening. She's like, no, go back to D.C. I will take care of it. I've already talked with the head people like need to see your report. Go back to D.C. We'll take care of it. Bye. So everyone's grounded, basically. Like, she can't go back to D.C. currently. All the flights are grounded because of the typhoon. So, of course, she stays. And when the weather clears, Erica chooses to disobey her congresswoman's orders and not go back to D.C. She's like, nah, I'm going to help with Operation Christmas Drop. (laughs) Just before the planes are set to take off, the congresswoman shows up again and insists that Erica leaves. She's like, I told you to fucking go back to D.C. Go. What are you doing here still? And Erica stands up to her, says, you know, when I first started working for your campaign, you were all about the people and all about humanitarian efforts and helping people. You should participate in this event. You should see what this event is about. And convinces her basically to go up into one of the three planes that is going to be involved in the drop. So Erica goes up in the plane with Andrew, of course, and his co-pilot and all of the like three or four friends that we've seen him with, like his main crew, his flight crew. Mm -hmm. And they go up for the drop. The senator goes up in the, I think, second in commands flight. Yep. And... Then there's the third flight. We, we don't know what happened on the third flight, but somebody is flying it. Assumingly, the commander of the base is doing it. Yeah. And Erica gets to participate in the cargo hold, basically, and help push off the boxes, which is just an incredible fucking thing for a civilian to be a part of. Like, No kidding. That's quite an experience. Yeah, that is not an experience that a typical civilian would ever get to experience. Not even a little bit. Erica gets to do this and we see Erica's reaction. You get to see the natives on the beaches, like getting their boxes and opening their boxes. And they are flying low enough that you can see how excited and happy they are. And it's just an incredible like 
moment of them dropping off all of these packages. And when they get back to the ground, back at the base after the drop is over, we meet back up with Erica and the congresswoman. And the congresswoman explains that this experience has completely inspired her. It has revitalized her Christmas spirit and Operation Christmas Drop is worthwhile and the base should not be closed. So, hooray! The day is saved. Erica pulled one out of her ass at the very last moment by suggesting that the senator go do this. And it changed the senator's whole idea on which bases should be closed and whatnot. During the flight, of course, Erica and Andrew shared a couple of moments where they were just like locking eyes or having like this weird connection and at the end of the film erica and andrew meet they are headed towards christmas dinner which is going to be at the general's house the first and second in command on the whole base are married and they like to host dinners and stuff the person who runs the base is like a incredible chef so he always invites people over and of course Captain Andrew, he's one of the highest ranking officers on base and he's always invited to this dinner. And Erica is invited too, of course, because she's from Washington, D.C. and she's a kind of a bigwig in this moment. And they meet outside of the general's house and Erica explains like, yeah, it sucks to be so far away from family, but like what an incredible Christmas we've had. And Andrew explains, yeah, it would be cool to be home with my family, but they're 8,000 miles away and blah, 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 blah. And she's like, oh, really? No, they're actually like 800 feet away. They're in the general's house. I made some calls. I have some connections. You're not the only one who can do shady back deals. And (laughs) he brought his family to the base to celebrate christmas so that he wasn't missing his family and he asks her of course like what about your family aren't you going to be missing them and she has been avoiding her family we find through the whole movie she's been avoiding seeing her family on the holidays because her mom died a couple of years ago and it just hasn't been the same and she doesn't want to go home and see her dad because she now has a stepmom and she's just like i'm not really feeling it but now at the end of the movie after all the things that have transpired she's like yeah I'm going to go spend a week there for New Year's. And he's like, oh, a week? That's awesome. He's not quite sure what to say to thank her for getting his family there. But she's like, bro, you don't got to say anything. And she kisses him. The end. What a good ending. Yes. Like, like, fucking finally, Netflix. Fucking finally. Y'all out here had me worried for a minute. I know. As this movie was going and we were getting closer and closer to the like 130 mark, I was like, oh God, (laughs) what's going to happen? Right. It's like, it's going well, but I feel like there's still so many things that have to happen. Yep. So Emma, who was your favorite character in Operation Christmas Drop? Claus. Yep. Andrew. Yes. That dude was incredible. He did his job. He stuck to his duty. He was the Air Force guy, but he was so incredibly selfless. And he wasn't even a little bit of a dick. Like, even when he was trying to kind of divert her attention from all the Christmas drop stuff, he still wasn't being a dick about it. He wasn't being rude. He wasn't being anything. He was just like, here's the expenditures. This is it. Yep. Yeah, I, I, he was incredible. I agree. Andrew was for sure the best. I love his call sign is Claws. Yes. <laughs> Erica expects it to be Claws like C-L-A-U-S, 
like Santa Claus, but nope. Yep. It is Claus like C-L-A-W-S. And one of the other airmen explains that his call sign Claus stands for can't leave anyone without Santa. And too fucking cute. It's so cute. He is so selfless. Like when he's done with his time in the Air Force, 100% he's going to go volunteer for Doctors Out Borders or something like that. Like, oh, yeah. Incredible. Or he'll become just like the guy from the movie, Brother Bruce Best. He's going to be just like him, continuing to work with Operation Christmas Drop long after he has retired from the Air Force. Oh, yeah. It is just insane. And he was so, so good. Who is your least favorite character? Politics. <laughs> yeah. The whole thing. I'm like, boy, howdy. You really hit the nail on the head with politics and politicians and all their just ridiculousness. Yeah. So, yeah, that whole side of it, I was like, damn, God, this is equally as frustrating to watch Netflix portray it as it is to think about it daily. Yeah. My least favorite character was the congresswoman. Yep. But also first half Erica. Yep. Because she was a shut down emotional bitch. Yep. Like she was super, super bitchy when she first got to the base. Didn't want to say even like hello or shake hands. She was like, I'm here on a mission. Mission, mission, mission. I'm like, okay, bitch, chill. Right. You are out here on a Pacific island. Enjoy your fucking time, okay? Like, even her co-worker was like, can you just try to get a tan or something? Like, enjoy yourself. Yeah. Like, you're in paradise for the holidays. Like, let it be that. And she was just like, nope. Work, 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 work. Yeah. It was a fucking mess at the beginning. All right. Well, it's Netflix, so, you know, no budget, no Vox. Like they do. So, seven word synopsis. I've got two. And I said... Best rom-com Netflix has ever made, period. Yep. And I will stand by that. We've watched a lot of them. (laughs) We have watched a lot of them. And this one is a couple of years old. Yep. So maybe it's just like 2021 and 2022. The newer ones that we've been watching, I don't really know. I'd have to like go back and cross-reference all the dates. But like the newer rom-coms that Netflix has put out, the endings are fucking trash. I don't know what yeah. what it is. I don't know who at Netflix is like, fuck it, we hit 90 minutes, cut it. <laughs> I don't care if we finish the story or if they fell in love at the end. Y'all out here huffing the Game of Thrones glue. Yeah. And you can't figure out how to end Everyone's it. Everyone's just saying, fuck it. And I don't, Yep, I can't. But this movie actually had a legitimate ending. You know, the couple ended up together and it was adorable. Operation Christmas Drop was saved. The senator's mind was changed. Every major plot point had an ending. Yep. And that is fucking rare for Netflix these days. Agreed. And then my second one, can I move to Guam and help? Yes. I would love to be a part of a project like this. I kid you not, I'd give up everything for an 1,100 square foot anything just to be there so I could help. Yeah. That looks so fucking cool. Yeah. And I'm sure there's projects like that here. Mm -hmm. that I could get involved in. I just have no idea where to even start, but I really want to be a part of some project like this. Like, this is fucking cool. Yeah. All right, Emma, seven-word synopsis. Okay. Saw that car theft a mile away. 
Yeah. When she stole his car at the beach and she's like, no, I'll go back and get it. I was like, bitch, going to drive away with that Jeep. Yep. And then politics always trying to take helpfulness and happiness. Yep. And then my alliterative military machine manpower mail makes merry magic. Wow. Your alliteratives just blow me away every time. <laughs> that is some fucking skill you got there. So the only other fun facts I have about this film is at the very end of the film, they had like a couple of slides where they explain a bit of the history about Operation Christmas Drop. And I've already said most of it, but one of the slides has the information for 2020, like as current as it was when this film came out. Yeah. And it said, today, American, Japanese, and Australian aircraft dropped more than 50,000 pounds of supplies to 56 islands, directly impacting 22,000 islanders over 1.8 million square nautical miles. Yeah. So that is fucking cool. Like, what an awesome fucking operation this is. Yeah. It's incredible. Yeah. It's mind-blowing. Yeah. So, Emma, do you have anything else to say about Operation Christmas Drop? Uh, Watch it. Donate to it. Get in on it. Do whatever you can, because this is the humanitarian portion of the military that they are trying to actually live up to. Yeah. And I think that's huge. And being able to do that without additional cost, utilizing only training opportunities that they were going to be doing anyways, and basing everything off a donation, that's huge. Yeah. So... I mean, the more you can donate, the more you can do, the the better it'll be and the longer it'll keep going. So, yeah. So some random fun facts about this film. They actually used the sorting house on Anderson Air Force Base. Uh, that was Andrew's house in the film. Mm -hmm. But that's like a real thing from the Air Force Base that they used. According to IMDb trivia, some of the F-15 fighter aircraft on the flight line belong to the Air National Guard's 144th Fighter Wing out of Fresno, California. We know those guys pretty well. Fly high, boys. Yeah, these aircraft are the same unit that supported Captain Marvel and share the same tail flash as Carol Danvers' own F-15. Hell yes. And then in the credits of this film, they have credited all of the different bases and flight crews that helped out with this film. They don't have them listed. I can't find them listed on IMDb right now, but... When you watch this film, stick around for the credits and read about how many different organizations helped out with the filming of this film. Yeah. Whose planes were involved on the tarmac, whose captains and corporals and stuff were part of what was happening. It's pretty fucking cool. And the credits have a, a bunch of pictures from Operation Christmas Drop Pass mm -hmm. that are just fucking cool. Like some of those pictures are super duper old, like from the 50s. And it's just really cool to see that much history in a Netflix film. Like, you don't typically get that. And it is really fucking cool. And again, like Emma said, please go watch this movie. It is fucking cute. It is. It is so well done. And yeah, donate if you can to Operation Christmas Drop. Mm -hmm. They need money. They need supplies. They need everything. We're getting pretty close to Christmas. So probably just money at this point. But if you're interested, you know, next year, find another way to donate. You can send probably items and stuff to them to be part of it. 
So if you want to donate to Operation Christmas Drop, you can go to operationchristmasdrop.org slash donate and they will take anything you got. They've got lists of what to donate. They have places where you can donate. You can click the link and donate via just the website and send them money. This is such a cool thing. You should definitely try and be a part of it if you are interested. Agreed. So if you have questions, comments, or suggestions on what we should watch next, you can hit us up on Twitter at Allentown Pod, on Facebook at Allentown Presents, or you can send us an email at allentownpresents at gmail.com. Thank you so much for listening to episode 13 of our annual Christmas movie countdown. We will be back again tomorrow with another Christmas movie. Bye. Toodaloo.